Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Meta Spiritual Talk on the Meta Spiritualist Podcast. I'm your host, Marla, and through today's journey, we have the pleasure of talking with Katrina Lelly, creator and host of the Magic Within Podcast. Katrina is a spiritual development guide and intuitive coach helping women break free from limiting beliefs. She is a mother and wife and has overcome many obstacles in her journey and is anchored in her faith to begin helping others to find their purpose on their journeys. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Take a listen. This episode is sponsored by New Media Film Festival. Introducing their newest category, Faith and Family. This category highlights stories that are faith-based and or family-friendly. To learn more about this category and more, visit www.newmediafilmfestival.com. The Meta Spiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. So Katrina, thank you so much for... Um, sitting with me today on the Meta Spiritualist. It's such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I love having these conversations with people. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself, your background and, you know, where you're from and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am Katrina Lelly. I live in Washington State, the beautiful state that we're still waiting for summer to show up and spring to show up. <laughs> um, but I am a mom to three, stepmom to one, married to my husband for 13 and a half years. And I have been on a journey for the last 12 plus years, really my whole life, but really 12 plus years. Mm-hmm. I am a spiritual development guide and intuitive coach helping women who want to deepen into their spiritual journey and start actually embodying their truth, embodying all of that knowledge and work that they've been doing, but it hasn't quite like come through into who they are. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So what would you describe your, your upbringing? Like what, what um, were your parents believing and how did that influence you as a child? Yeah. So my parents grew up uh, going to the Catholic church But in my home, we didn't attend church by that time. There was no um, religion talk. There was no like spirituality talk. I always knew and believed that there was a God and I believed he lived up in the sky and, you know, he, he was there. I would talk to him as a child. I I would even talk to like my grandpa after he passed away Mm -hmm. and uh, just had that belief knowing that there were like these beautiful, magical things that we're not able to see like in the real world. Right. So always having that belief in God, but I always thought like he was so out of reach. He's somebody who watches over you and he's someone who kind of like punishes you and like, you're not doing things right. But there wasn't a lot of foundation when it came to anything with believing in a power greater than myself. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to Like I didn't really, really was not at the forefront of my, my life until I actually stepped into recovery, um, from alcoholism. And that's Mm -hmm. when I found God again in a new way. I had attended like youth group churches with friends of mine. And I always like had that feeling like, don't impress your beliefs on me. Don't tell me what to believe. Like it just didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. And like, 
because I felt like there was a lot of shaming. Like you have to do this. You have to do that. This is wrong. This is right. This is like all of those things. And I was that person, like, don't tell me what to believe. Cause if you tell me what to believe, I'm going to just be like, see ya, I'm out. Right. Right. So, okay. So you, you suffered from, you mentioned you just suffer from alcoholism. What led you into that? And do you think that your, um, yours like a spiritual awakening came from healing in that yeah it definitely did and I've been like it's interesting you bring up spiritual awakening because I've been having this conversation with people like is it do we just have one awakening or are there different awakenings that we have yeah and my first awakening definitely was when I went to uh, outpatient or inpatient treatment for alcoholism, I went and spent 28, 28 days at a recovery center mm-hmm. and I had been a mess. Like there's alcoholism, there's addiction that runs through my family. And I turned to that. People were my first addiction. And then, mm-hmm. you know, alcoholism turned into that next addiction. And I was very progressive, very quickly into my disease. I was a very good girl growing up. And like, I didn't touch it until really 19. And that's because I was involved with a boyfriend who was involved in partying and he was in a band and like, it was the cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I really just wanted to fit in. But by the time I had made it and was going into, a treatment center, like it was an everyday thing. It was, I had lost hope. I I really was just, I couldn't not, not drink. And it was the solution to all of my problems. And when I finally surrendered and entered into the, the program, there was a moment I was having a really, really hard day. And I ran out of my little group group meeting that we were in um, I was very upset and I went down, there was this Creek that they had running in the, in the back mm-hmm. and I went down and I was just praying and I was just like, God, just show me something. Like, tell me that this is not always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. And I looked down and there was this heart rock below me. And to me, that was like my burning bush moment. Like that was the sign from God. And I picked it up and I carried it with me for many, many years. Like I just knew that I wasn't in it alone and that I was going to be taken care of. And thankfully I haven't had to turn to a drug or drink ever since. And that was 12, 12 years ago. Wow. Wow. You said something that I want you to kind of unpack for our listeners. Um, Before alcoholism, you were addicted to people. What does that mean? Yes. So I was a very, very good codependent, you know, being the child growing up in an alcoholic home. I was also the child that got in the middle of like all of my parents' fights. I thought it was up to me to like make things better. And I always hung out with the adults. That's who I preferred. And so anytime my parents would go out like to a friend's house, I would want to go with them over like hanging out with my friends. But I also like really put my value and my worth in the people that were in my life. Like I had to have more people because if I had more people, that meant that I was good enough. Mm. And I was, I was an observer like of people and I still am like, this is part of one of my gifts is like, I'm very intuitive. I can see through people's BS. I can see through their, their beauty as well. Mm -hmm. And 
I had been, and I was in relationships with, with guys since the age of 15. And I went from relationship to relationship because I thought in them, like, if I have somebody there, then I'm enough, then I might be loved. Then maybe somebody would listen. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was pretty bad. Like I had a relationship for about five years and for a long time, I had a hard time, like him going and doing things without me. Like he, it was, it was hard. Like we were together every day and I was obsessed with like, you can't leave me. Don't leave me. There was that fear of abandonment mm-hmm. uh, because my, my dad had left when I was 14 years old and my parents had separated and I was that fear of abandonment, but like I had to be involved in everything. And I thought of that. I had to be the fixer of everything in my family's problems when my dad left when I was 14, I became the adult in the house. My brother turned to drugs. My mom turned to drinking and relationships. And I thought I had to be the adult who took care of everything. Wow. And so that grew up follows me. Yeah, I grew up really fast. Man. So, okay, you've, you've healed from all that. You're in a beautiful relationship. You have a family. Um when did you start your uh, spiritual practice, like of helping other people? Yeah, it. Um, so a few years ago, my husband and I got involved in some personal development work with a particular company mm-hmm. and they have different levels, different stages that you go through. You graduate, you can, you can go on to the next stage if you want to. And I remember in the second level, I was in California. We'd had a really powerful day. And I just, that's when I got my first inclination. Like, I know that I'm meant to do this work. I know that I'm meant to help people. Mm -hmm. And I went up to one of the facilitators and said, this is the work that I want to do. I want to come work for you. This Mm -hmm. is what I want to do. And they just were like, okay, continue on, go through the, the stuff. And then we'll talk when you're done. And I didn't end up working for them, but I did end up getting my first coaching life coaching certification with them. I took that and I went through that. And by the time I was done, I just like, I still didn't feel very confident in myself. My confidence was, and my belief in myself was still really low. Mm -hmm. My self-esteem was like, could I really, really do this? And I've always had a search for more. It's that ism piece, that Mm -hmm. in search for more. And so I kept just kind of following the path. I got involved in some network marketing. And that's actually what led me to my next coach who she was offering a coaching certification. And I was like, eh, I'm not so sure because I've been through this. What makes this different? And I ended up enrolling in that coaching certification. That was in 2019. I started my own podcast. I was working with her, enrolled in her coaching certification. Mm-hmm. And she brought on another woman who was... I, at the time, I didn't know in very much in a spiritual journey herself, like a really deeper spiritual journey. And like my journey continued. I always was in that search. I was always like looking how I could cultivate my relationship with God. My husband and I joined a church in 2015 and we found some really beautiful relationships there. I really mm-hmm. resonated with, with the, um, the, the uh, preacher And like, he allowed me to ask all my questions because I had a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And after going through that second certification, I finally felt like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Like I can do this. And so I started, opened my practice in 2020, um, you know, during the pandemic. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. When everything was going crazy and, you know, in, in this space, there's so much noise and so much talk with online coaches, find your niche, find this, find that. And so I struggled for a little while. Mm -hmm. I struggled and I continued to work uh, with one-on-one with the woman who had helped with the certification and she helped me find my feminine side because I operated very much in my masculine side, like survival, all of that. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of resistance to it at first, right? There's, you know, like if you're used to operating on one side, you're definitely, and it's usually the masculine, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to be resistant to that feminine side. And through working with her, I learned more about myself. I learned more about what is possible. And my husband and started actually working with her partner mm-hmm. and doing his own work and through that work is when I really just like, it came through like, oh my gosh, I get to help. This is how I want to help women. This is what I'm being called to do is help them with their journey. Because I know a lot of women out there are like trying to figure it out. They've done a lot of work, Mm -hmm. but it's like not really setting in and they don't want to be put in a box. They don't want to be told what to do or what to believe. Mm -hmm. And after going on some of more of my own journeys and having my own awakening, another awakening, that's when I was like, this is the work because this is where we, we remember to remember who we are. We start to embody who we are and it doesn't have to be all this stuff that's out there. Like go to work, hustle, grind, do the deal. Like there's beauty in in taking time to just light a candle or go for a walk you know, just like the simple things that actually create the big, beautiful, magical things. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you brought up the divine feminine, because that's been something that I've been working on um, personally. And it really, I really feel like I tapped into it in 2019. I think a lot of people in the collective, like, has really um, experienced a a collective awakening because it's it's almost yeah. as if everyone that I've been speaking to um, had an aha moment or a life changing event that propelled them onto some form of like spiritual path that is not necessarily non traditional but it's different from what they were used to, you know. Yeah. And the divine feminine for me is like really learning how to operate in the flow, like. I don't need to be hustling and grinding anymore. Get out of survival mode, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it's so much easier when you're in the flow mm-hmm. and we don't always feel like we're in the flow, but if you can trust in that the universe is working in your favor and that there are, there are outside forces who want you to succeed, who want you to be happy, who mm-hmm. want you to laugh and to play and that you're going, that are going to help take care of you. It really is so much simpler, but it, there, it's a hurdle to really get there because mm-hmm. we're, we're used to being in control. We're used to surviving and our nervous system is all messed up from it. So mm-hmm. when I see, you know, people out there who are like, well, just change your mindset, just positive thinking, like all of the things that's great, that's but that's simple. like a small, it's not, it's a small slice. You've got to really bring it down into your body, heal your, heal your, heal yourself from within you know, because the energetics in your body have been screwed up for so long. Yeah. And it takes time to bring that back together. 
Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you and your husband attend church. Um, what type of church is it? Is it a Christian church or um, what yeah. is the what is the belief system there? It was, yeah, it was the Christian Lutheran church, uh, evangelical. Yeah. And we actually left that church um, in 2021 is when we officially moved away from it because Mm -hmm. our beliefs no longer matched. And there was a lot of stuff that happened and went down within the church um, that were really heartbreaking. But when we felt like we were the outsiders because we believed things around the pandemic specifically a different way than, than the leaders did. We were like, okay, it's time. Our chapter here is done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, so now are you, are you attending a church? Like, do you congregate with other believers or um, is it something that you and your husband now pre- like are at home and, and your home is your church? Like you, you commune with each other and your, your children. Yeah, our home is our church and some relationships that we've built have helped us experience uh, church and our spiritual journey in a different way. Our spiritual cup is getting filled differently. Mm-hmm. We're open to finding a new church, but it's been so weird. Like I'm a person who needs to go and experience and I can watch somebody on YouTube, but it's it's still not the same. You know, right. you want to know what the relationships, what the container is like. We're open to that, but we're very we're still a little cautious about it, you know, and mm-hmm. my husband, especially because he's, he's had issues with church for a really long time and our cups are being filled. We're looking for more so for, for community and to, mm-hmm. and to definitely learn, but more so for community. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, So how has this phase of your life influenced your outlook on life? You know, you mentioned having another spiritual awakening, um, what, where do you feel you are in your spiritual journey at this time? I realize that I'm still a baby, right? As soon as I think I, as soon as I think I know, I, I realize I don't know. <laughs> I do, there's not a lot that I know. Yeah. And there is so much out there, right. To learn. And it would be very easy to get back into the consumption mode. Let me consume all the things instead of practicing the things. Oh. And like I've really just, I am still a baby, but my outlook and, and, you know, the belief and love I have for myself, because it has to start with ourselves. We have to do the work for ourselves and cultivate the relationship with our own connection before we get to go out and start teaching others or sharing it. You know, we can share it along the way, but if we're bringing somebody into the container, we've got to be holding that space for ourselves. And so my world is just being really opened up into beautiful opportunities, really being guided into what's next for me, you know, looking for relationships to deepen in. And I see more possibility now than I ever have. And that victim mindset, that struggle mindset, it still shows up, but it's not as often or as harsh as it used to be. And really just like stepping more into my power, into my gifts, into my truth and being able to share that. And it's created some really beautiful containers and like just beautiful people coming into my life. Mm -hmm. No, I like that. I really do. Um, It's, it's been interesting 
because I feel that, you know, our our spiritual paths cross for a specific reason and then we get what we need and then we we go along and then some people they come along with us and then there's people who who don't, you know. So, okay, your podcast. Let's talk about it. What is your podcast and um how can people tune in? Yeah, the podcast is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you listen. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Magic Within with Katrina Lelly. And it's really about bringing people on to share their own stories who have had a transformation, who have had a change. Mm-hmm. And I do bring on women who or and men who are who are doing specific things. Like we focus on specific some specific topics. But it's really meant to one, highlight people's stories because when we share our stories, like there's nothing more beautiful than like listening to somebody's story and being like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Yeah. Oh, they get it. They get me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So maybe I can go do that thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then just helpful tips, helpful conversations that will help, you know, either inspire, motivate, or just empower you to start taking action in a different way in your own life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the reasons why I started the Meta Spiritualist. Um, and, and we'll talk about it another time, but I think that it's important for us to be able to share our stories. Um, so what you're doing is amazing to provide that platform for other people. Yeah. And it's, I just love it. Like I get to meet some of the most fascinating people, you know, it's one of my, it's one of the things that is just uh, so near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. So what would be one word or phrase that you would say to encourage someone on their journey who may feel lost? One word? Oh my goodness. Okay. One word or phrase. Yeah. One word or phrase. Just keep going. It seems so simple and so like, I'm like, really? Like, just keep going? Yes. because. If you just keep going is you're being guided and directed at all times mm-hmm. and trust your own path. And some of us make our own paths harder than they need to be, but there are lessons in everything, in everything. If we're looking for the lessons instead of like, oh, that was, that was worthless. Like that didn't help me. Like, what was the point of that? That was so hard. Like if you open your mind to what is, what am I here to learn from this experience? you have a different outlook. It, it releases that attachment. It releases that hardship. It releases that prison like feeling, mm-hmm. but if you just keep going, like you trust, keep showing up, keep going. And I promise you things will start to unfold. Things will, people will start to show up in your life. And the more that you do this work and lean into it, like the more that you're going to get out of it, you're, you're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> so how can, how can everyone find you? You mentioned your podcast. Is there other, what other channels do you um, currently are on? Yeah. So I definitely hang out over on Instagram at Katrina A. Lully. Um, I share a lot of stories behind the scenes. Like I'm very, like down to earth and you see a lot of my kids and things like just 
things behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And then I have a a beautiful Facebook group for women over on Facebook called the sacred, sacred roots collective. That's Mm -hmm. a playoff of my coaching program. And um, I'm kind of like feeling into revamping, like what I share in there, how much I share, but there's a beautiful community of women in there who are lighthearted on the same kind of path, you know, finding their way and looking for that community. So that's the sacred roots collective over on Facebook. Oh, I'm going to go over and, and, and join. I love groups. <laughs> I'm in so I many groups. That. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've had to take some inventory every now and again. I'll go through and like, eh, okay, this one's no longer okay. I'll stay with this one. Yeah, I have. I have to do that too. But I definitely would come over to the Sacred Roots uh, Collective. That's that uh, sounds like fun. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Katrina. It's such a pleasure to meet you, and I look forward to speaking with you on the Magic Within. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate what you do and uh, just for the opportunity to be here and share with your audience. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning into this week's episode on the Metaspiritualist Podcast. We hope that this episode provides you with clarity, guidance, and comfort on your spiritual path or faith walk. To dial into our frequency, please be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Metaspiritualist. Twitter at Metaspirit21, and of course, on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Don't forget to visit our brand new website at www.themetaspiritualist.com. Right on the homepage, you can listen to the podcast, learn more about our platform, and soon we will have a spiritual shop for all of your metaphysical and spiritual needs. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our newsletter. If you would like to appear as a guest on The Metaspiritualist, feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope that you are in peace, harmony, love, and abundance.